the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to a Monday edition of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Uh, It's good to be back behind the microphone again after missing a couple of days. And... uh, uh, let me give you my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Uh, it is good to be back. And to those of you who are praying for my little surgery, I appreciate it. I didn't want to make a big deal out of it, but didn't want to hide it either. Uh, I had a little melanoma on my neck. I've had... I've had many, many skin cancers through the years, but all of them were basal or squamous, and yeah, no big deal. They freeze them or burn them or whatever, and you forget about them. Uh, First time I've had a melanoma, uh, but it was small, uh, stage one, and uh, the uh, surgery went well. They took a considerable chunk out of my neck. Uh, they told me we, when it's melanoma, we don't take chances. So we take a lot of, uh, flesh of skin. So anyway, they are very confident that they got it all. Won't know for sure till pathology comes back, but, um, uh, they're very confident that they got it all. Uh, everything is fine. Uh, so I appreciate your prayers, your concern. I appreciate Bill Bunkley sitting in for me. Uh, for Thursday and Friday, and I'm back and doing well. The uh, incision is healing well. I have a great nurse at home who uh, takes care of it. So anyway, thank you for your prayers, your concern, and uh, I am just fine. Uh, By the way, I had a great day up in Salem, Ohio yesterday 
way, way, way up in northeast Ohio, um, just about 20 minutes from East Palestine, where the uh, train derailment occurred. A wonderful church up there, the Church at the Center is the name of the church, had a wonderful time there yesterday morning. People were so sweet, responsive to God's Word, had safety going up and uh, and back. And uh, I asked if any in the church had been impacted by the train derailment, and there were some who had farms close, and they're beginning to have some problems with their livestock. Uh, nothing major yet, but I think the effects of that uh, chemical spill are just beginning. That's going to go on for a long, long time, and my heart just aches for those people. Uh, property values are going to be non-existent for years. Uh, whether the concerns are valid or not, uh, we don't know. But the reality is the people in that little town, that little village are going to be impacted for many, many years. And uh, number one, I hope the uh, railroad company steps up and does the right thing. I hope the federal government, the state of Ohio does uh, finally, President Biden has commented and begun to act. Uh, Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg is still uh, missing in action. What a fiasco um, that man is. But um, anyway, um, both of our Ohio senators, uh, Sherrod Brown, and uh, um, J.D. Uh, are active and demanding action, and uh, as as well they should. So anyway, um, it, it, I just had a, I had a great day up there, and I'm just so thankful for the opportunity to, uh, to minister. Happy President's Day. Uh, today is President's Day because it is the third Monday of February. A little bit of the history. Uh, From 1879 until 1970, February 22nd was celebrated as Washington's birthday. Washington's birthday. It was declared a federal holiday in 1879. And as I said, from 1879 to 1970, uh, it was celebrated on February 22nd. Uh, then, in 1968, the Uniform Monday Holiday Act moved it to the third Monday in February. And beginning in 1970, it was moved to that Monday rather than February 22nd. Uh, for many years... Washington's birthday and Lincoln's birthday were both celebrated individually. Lincoln's birthday is February 12th. It was uh, never a federal holiday, but uh, at one time, nearly half of the states in the United States observed Lincoln's day for uh, Lincoln's birthday. 
Uh, they were merged together, and uh, President's Day was formed to honor all of the presidents of the United States. And uh, therefore, today, the third Monday in February, we are celebrating President's Day. I think it's a wonderful opportunity to look back at the heritage we have, particularly from presidents like Washington and uh, presidents like Lincoln. If you study the life of President Lincoln especially, I think it's important, and I'm listen, I'm not an authority on Lincoln by any means. Uh, my mother was, and that's a long story. But anyway, uh, it is important to remember that there is a, a great deal of evidence to indicate that Abraham Lincoln became a born-again Christian either just before or just after the Gettysburg Address. There was a dramatic change in his life, his attitude, his outlook, and uh, several historians believe that he had a, a personal encounter with Christ. If you look at his his, uh, his early history, his spiritual life was not very positive. Uh, you can find quotes from Lincoln in his early life about God, uh, about religion in general. That would be quite different from the things that he said later in his life. And by the time he gave the famous Thanksgiving Day proclamation, which I believe occurred after the Gettysburg Address, there is no doubt that God had done something special in his life. And uh, those who are honest biographers, almost all of them agree that Abraham Lincoln was indeed a born-again follower of Jesus Christ. But he probably wasn't his entire life. The uh, Civil War, the disasters of the Civil War, the immense pressure and stresses upon him as a president, and his desperate desire for peace and the end of slavery brought him to complete surrender to his knees when he surrendered his heart and life to God and to Christ. So uh, it's a good time to look at the history and some of the wonderful— We've had, Not all of our presidents have been good. We've had some doozies. Uh, we got a really, really bad one right now. But uh, we have had some wonderful presidents— a good time to honor their legacy and their memory. Bobberty Live will continue. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, if you listen to this program at all, you have heard me say on many occasions, when we get through all of this COVID thing, when we get clear on the other side and look back, we're going to realize that almost everything we were told was not true. Boy, does that 
statement become more true all the time. I've got a story for you uh, at the top of the hour that, uh, well, is a little mind-blowing. What people were being uh, kicked off of Facebook for, people were being kicked off of Twitter, people were being threatened with lawsuits, people were being censored. Now NBC News is saying, oh, We've discovered something really important. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll get to that at the uh, at the top of the hour. Man, I don't want to depress you, but I think most of us know just how sad our public school education system is here in America. And there is one major re- well, two major reasons. We have kicked God out of our schools. I mean, there was a time when public education was very pro-Christian. Look at the McGuffey Reader that was used for generations, and you try to tell me that public education was even neutral about Christianity. It was pro-Christian. Then came Madeline Murray O'Hare and the 60s, and we were told that public education has to become neutral. We can't talk about God. We can't pray because it could offend someone. Separation of church and state and all of that nonsense. God was kicked out of the schools, but we were assured we're just going to become neutral on things of religion. And uh, yeah, okay. Well, that lasted for a while. And then public education began to become antagonistic towards religion in general, but particularly Christianity. Not so much Islam. Islam is fine. In fact, Islam is embraced by our public school system. We have to make this concession and this concession and this concession to Muslim students, but Christians, oh, no, 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 no. How many football teachers have been fired because they prayed with their students? Anyway, this is not news to you. We went from pro-Christian to neutral, and now our public school system is anti-God and anti-Christian. That's number one. Then number two, the liberal left has an absolute chokehold on America's public education. That is not debatable. That is absolutely true. Where do almost all public school teachers come from? Public universities. What do we know about public universities? They are hugely left-leaning, liberal, progressive. And what do all of us know? The liberal left destroys, kills everything it touches. So if that's true, and I believe it is, and the liberal left is in complete control of our educational system, then what would we expect? Well, we expect exactly what's happening. Listen to this headline from one of our local TV stations today. This is not a Christian news site. This is not a conservative news site. One of our local TV stations headline, More Than a Third of U.S. fourth graders can't read 
on a basic level test results show. More than one-third of America's fourth graders. Uh, You think that's any different from third graders? Mm -mm. Fifth graders? No. Sixth? Seventh? Eighth? Ninth? Uh Uh-uh. Nope. Here is the story. Dateline, Washington, D.C., more than a third of America's fourth graders can't read on a basic level according to the most recent national test assessments. Uh-huh. And then the article goes on and it says, uh, part of the problem is how children are being taught. Um, I bet it took a doctorate in education to come to that conclusion. Yeah, okay. Anyway, these are the results from the uh, latest national test assessment. More than one-third of fourth graders in America are unable to read on a basic level. We're not even talking about grade level. We're talking about a basic level. More than one-third cannot. Now, uh, do you know what the answer is? Well, it depends. If you're on the liberal left, here is what the answer is. More money. We need to raise taxes. We need to pass another levy. We need uh, smaller classrooms. How many times have we heard that? We need uh, smaller classrooms. We need more money. Um, well, we've been on that track for years. And what have been the results? A continuing decline in the education of America's children. No, the answer is not more money. All right, we'll be back. Wait till you hear this story at the top of the hour. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.